1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start
2: your confidence journey today with Byte. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select campus events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open.
3: Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Boot, Team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame.
1: NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here's your
3: host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open. Here on the Motor Racing Network, Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you as we are getting ready for the first racing weekend of 2024, the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. Man, has it been a long off-season, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, but between cold weather and Snowy weather, rainy weather, cooped inside, not having racing on. We finally get back at it. And we're going to do it this weekend in Southern California, which will be two weeks before we kick off the season with the Daytona 500 and all the events of Speed Weeks 2024. I was in Charlotte a couple of weeks ago for production days. That's when all the drivers get together, they take the pictures, they shoot video, and all that stuff. We were there, we were chatting with the drivers as they cycled through. And I happened to catch up with two drivers that have new surroundings in 2024. I'm talking about Justin Haley and Daniel Hemrick. Justin Haley left Colleg Racing at the end of last season to drive the number 51 car at Rick Ware Racing. And Daniel Hemrick got the promotion from the Colleague Xfinity Series program to go drive the 31 car in the Cup Series for Colleg. Let's start first with Justin Haley and his new state of affairs for 2024. First of all,
4: congratulations are in order. You've got a new crew chief. I do, yeah. Big, big score for us. Everyone at Rick Ware Racing. Uh, I've been chasing after Chris Lawson since the day we announced uh, we were going over there. So, um, yeah, I'm super thankful that Rick and Robbie Benton allowed me to have um, full choice in my crew chief. Um, they, they, uh, you know, kind of let me go after whoever I wanted, and, um, you know, I've been around Chris a lot, never worked with him, but um, he's a winner and has won a lot, won a NASCAR championship and um, won a lot of races, so uh, I'm super excited to have Chris on board. There
3: are a lot of other people that check those boxes. What about him, and why did you pursue him as heavily as you did?
4: Just like I said, he's a winner. Um, he will outwork everyone in the garage. Um, I mean, he'll, he'll work out everyone uh in the uh in the shop too i mean he's just a go-getter and, and that's what i like about him he definitely maximizes every key part of the car um he exploits all options and and um you know i think we're both young and and want to achieve something and and um he believes in me i believe in him and and you know taking us to, to Rick wear and kind of plugging us into rick's already um you know up and running system you know i'm really excited for it so uh yeah i've I, you know i've been working with chris for a while now i'm glad we finally announced it today but um he's a rock star and, and i'm really looking forward to, to working with him i mean his his results show um in the truck series i mean him and zane smith were um you know on fire forever so um, hopefully we can do more of the same How is the transition going over at RWR? Yeah, it's good I mean it's uh, it's been fairly easy everyone's been um, awesome to work with you know I feel like they have a really good um, set of crew that work in the shop and road crew and um, you know I think the biggest thing for me is they're excited for me to drive their race car and everyone there has been very warm and welcoming and and really wants us to do good so uh a good change of pace to to kind of go in there and have a lot of say in my future um you know i think that's what's been big and what was so attractive about rick and his operation is that i can go in there and and make a lot of the big decisions myself um and you know kind of help steer the path of of where they want to be so um yeah, the whole transition has been so refreshing and and so nice, and it's nice to have a say and um, crew chiefs and, and things like that.
3: Your announcement to Rick Ware Racing took a lot of people by surprise. Yeah, they had seen your tenure with Colleague and figured that you were just going to be a part of the Colleague, you know, race team for a long time. Is that what made this the most? attractive to you was being able to go to this new racing team and 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 have some input maybe maybe some input that you hadn't had in other places
4: yeah i mean every decision in life that is you know as big as this one is, is obviously tough to make um there's pros and cons in every decision and and obviously you have to you know look through all of those and file through it um but yeah rick rick was just open with me um and you know i feel like that was that was attractive you know he, he's not hiding anything you know and, and i think that's when it comes down to it um you know i i think we can sit across the dinner table from each other and be real with each other and, and i like that so um yeah i mean there, there's so many different reasons why um this decision made made sense for me you know maybe not um you know maybe maybe we're not gonna go out and you know win the first 10 races or anything but um you know down the road i you know i think that we can easily be competitive especially with our alliance with rfk and what they bring to the table and and um especially ford know, i just got done explaining that i've raced the fords at super speedways for too long and it's been so frustrating because they have the best fuel mileage the best strategy the best teamwork and uh the last team i drove for it, it you know it just never worked out so um ford has always just been game on when it comes to speedways and stuff and so fast is speedway qualifying that i'm looking forward to it and you've got a new race car what do you think about the dark horse mustang it's it's pretty sick i just saw it yesterday for the first time in person i uh, went to rick's and did a seat fitment and um it looks pretty trick if it's half as fast as it looks we're we're gonna be uh sitting pretty
3: so obviously when you go in you've had some say in what what how how the way things are headed what about the building blocks of getting to a consistent team inside the top 20 the top 15 the top 10 it's a growing pattern where do you see this team going and and what do you think
4: needs to be put into place to help get you there yeah i mean there's obviously a lot of decisions that you know, are way above my pay grade still, but um, it's been nice to have you know say in, in a lot of the other details. So um, it's just it's just tough. NASCAR, the Cup Series is is uh, it's the hardest racing series for a reason. I mean, it, it's it's definitely uh, definitely hard. I mean, you can go feel like you uh, have a month where you're running 10th to 15th, uh, which I had that last year, and and I thought we were pretty good and then uh, you know the next month you can fall off and be in the 30s again so um, especially with this car I feel like the um, hot and coldness of each team is more aggressive and faster changing than it was in the last car Um, I feel like there's you know where you know chris busher won three in a row he got hot and then it was still running decent but you know it's just you get hot and cold quicker with this car so it's just whoever's finding that last little detail at at that exact moment because everything's so close that just the littlest thing um and exploiting that really makes a difference so um Yeah, we'll just have to see. I mean, I still haven't drove one of his race cars, so there's still a lot to to be uncovered. And, um, you know, I'm out of my comfort zone. This is my first time ever driving a Ford on a racetrack. So um, definitely a lot of new faces and and people to meet, but um, definitely refreshing and excited.
3: The first opportunity you'll have to drive this car is in the Clash. What is that environment like, and what is it like being in such a small, compressed area with what will be 23 cars in the main show in, in yeah. the
4: evening? Yeah, luckily I've I've you know qualified first and third there, and always been pretty fast there. So uh, Chris actually was just asking me yesterday, he's like, what did you fight at the Coliseum? I'm like, I've had two perfect cars, so I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't know what to tell you. But uh, it, it's just... A, it's a difficult race especially when you're all playing bumper cars there and and um you know it's fun to go out there and, and do the whole deal but um it, it, nothing compares to going to daytona you know i you know you, I, you know i feel like everyone's like can't wait to get it to Daytona. You know, I mean, we're all excited for the clash, but is when it all really starts.
3: Is it just the 500 or Daytona in general, being a former Daytona winner,
4: obviously, in the summer? I mean, it's hard to top the 500. Um, but, you know, when you get down there to Daytona for Speed Weeks, there's a different feeling. Um, and I don't know if it's like the ocean air or, or what it is, but there's a different feeling when you go down to Daytona for Speed Weeks that you just don't get anywhere else. So, I was just having this conversation with someone two nights ago.
3: When you get up in the morning, the wake-up feels different. Yeah, That morning cup of coffee tastes different. Yep. The drive to the track hits different yeah. when you drive in the top. Everything about the morning of the 500. I always yep. go out and stand on the start-finish line. Yeah. The now, the summer race isn't like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, just no, the 500, but there's a different feeling. Everything about the 500 morning hits different. Yeah. What hits different for you? How does it feel different? Obviously, you're waking up and you're about to run in the Great American Race. How is it different for you?
4: Yeah, I feel like now, you know, we just kind of like we're in and out, like we're rushed through the weekend, you know, and, and the 500, you have a, a whole week and a half or a week where you just are. It's a buildup, right? There's a lot of buildup. There's media, there's qualifying, there's days in between, there's practice. And I think the buildup helps.
3: That's Justin Haley. He'll be wheeling the number 51 car. Those Fords, those dark horse Ford Mustangs for Rick Ware Racing. Now let's hop back over into the Colleague waters. Daniel Hemrick has gotten the call to drive the Cup car in 2024. Daniel's pumped up and ready to go in what will be his second stint in the NASCAR Cup Series.
2: Want to talk some racing, but I want to talk a little off track as well. How's the new baby? How is Rustin doing?
5: Yeah, Rustin man's good. He's uh, just turned one, December twenty third. Um, he, I'm not sure if he thinks he's ten already or not, but he's pretty wide open. Um, obviously, our daughter Ren, is three and a half, and she is. They're, they're so different. She is so different than than the Rustin man. So the folks I have been fortunate to have one boy and one girl that they know I'm talking about. They're so so vastly different, um, but it's been a fun experience for all of our family.
2: I know it's been more than a year and this just struck me when I was making notes the name Rustin, how did I mean that, that's Kenzie's maiden name yep. how did who, who came up with that because I just think that's
5: incredible yeah I think it's definitely pretty rare for sure um, I, I honestly it came up just in small talk I mean I remember Kenzie and I having a hard time figuring out the name for our daughter right and then fast forward to the second time around we both had these lists of boy names and Rustin was not on it um yeah. And I think, man, she must have been probably, probably seven and a half, eight months pregnant at the time. We're like, man, well, what are we going to do? And and she mentioned it. And as soon as she mentioned it, it was like, when you know, you know. Like I was like, oh, that's it. She's like for real, and she actually had to be sold on it a little longer than I did. But I was like, as soon as I heard, it, I'm like, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, so it just something for me. It just as soon as she said it and I heard it, I was like, no doubt, sign me up. That is cool. I just I, I I'm making notes and I was like, wow, I just was crazy that way. Well, I, right. I will tell you not the interrupt you one, yeah. one time, but the um, what's cool was his middle name is Monroe. A lot of people don't know his middle name, and uh, so Monroe's a little town, in Louisiana. Kenzie and I first met at, um, so we took her maiden name attached uh, Monroe was Monroe, Louisiana, the little town we met in racing legend cars, a five-day series down there back in 20, or no, back in probably 2009, I believe. Um, so yeah, we tried to put a little bit of thought behind it.
2: Wow, that is really, really neat, yeah. fun stuff. Speaking of fun stuff, getting a second chance at cop, You did it in 2019 at Richard Childress Racing. Just your emotions, your thoughts, your level of excitement as you get to do it again here with a colleague.
5: Yeah, I think just, um, I was saying this a little earlier, I think just your view, your perspective, um, once you kind of come down from the top of the mountain and you know kind of re-trek back to the top and actually getting back there is very hard to do and um very very proud right very proud to have the support of circle everyone to call it like racing my colleague chris rice just forgive me that shot to get back to the top of this mountain it definitely changes the view though i mean just in general from from an emotional standpoint right like showing yourself like yeah you try to pick yourself up every day and, and put the work in but to do it and actually have success to get back to that level is man it's um very rare to, to see it happen so very, very thankful to just had the support and to know that um i was just talking about our peers right like you want to have the respect of your peers if nothing else i think and they come walking into this building here for production day and and uh have a couple of guys already say man welcome back to the big show like that's super cool to experience that again was there a time where you thought this might not happen again oh yeah no doubt no doubt yeah like um like I said, I think six months into my rookie cup year, I knew I was going to be out of a job, give or take six, eight months. And uh, from that point on, it's been five years of a journey, right? So, man, there's um, more days than not, especially through those early days of, you know, is this going to work out? I get a part-time deal here and there. Um, when I got my shot at JGR, though, I thought, if I can go do what I think I can do, I can, I can get back to that level. That was kind of the, the real stake in the ground. Like, I was able to remove the emotion of being pissed off of the way my deal went down in 2019. Got through the year of what we all try to forget about 2020. And then 2021 was a regroup of, hey, if I do what I'm, my job, there's no reason why I can't. If the doors aren't going to open, why I can't open them myself. And I think along the way, that's what happened. Neat
2: stuff, that's for sure. College Racing is going to be interesting this year. You're going to be the only full-time cup driver running this year. Pros and cons of a different teammate, different weeks on the track. Yeah, I think it's um, – that's a
5: great question. I, I don't necessarily know if it's uh – a dynamic. I've been a part of a whole lot. I mean, the only thing I can think about is is uh, some of the years where you had, when I was Xfinity racing, you had, like, a all-star car. I mean, obviously, back to the JGR side, like, with Kyle and Truex and Seabale and guys coming in, and they're all driving similar race cars to you, but they all have different inputs and different feels. I think the one thing that kind of narrows that gap up with the way we're going to do it at college racing this year is because the cars are so similar like parts and pieces and you know really through the whole field let alone your teammates so it's gonna be fun to get some input for some different guys um yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, something to be seen. But I know we've done a lot of work in the offseason with our simulation, with um, kind of how we're approaching it with some new hires, engineering side. Uh, I think we have
2: the tools just like everybody else, right? We just got to learn how to utilize them correctly. You talk about new hires, but one person that's going to be in your corner that's not new is your crew chief, Trent Owens. Yep. Veteran, solid, steady hand, a winner in the Cup Series. What's it been like, and, and, and how critical is it to have a guy like that going to be calling the shots for your team? Yeah, I think it's a big deal, man. I, I
5: have so much respect for Trent and kind of the even the journey he's been on and been through, and and uh, just at the end of the day, just such a good, humble, down to earth dude, and I really appreciate that. Um, you know he still has a huge love for short track racing so we share that we talk a lot about short track racing and uh really just um i just see him as a racer um it's funny colleague racing uh put a car dealer for josh williams uh, over the off season to go run a late mall stock show down in florence which is a huge deal for everybody and i mean trent's underneath that thing he's cleaning the stuff he's pulling the car down he's putting shocks on building shocks like he was all into it and i love to see a guy who's who's um who's in the thick of it not someone who's just pointing and telling people what to do and yeah, uh, Trent's a, a go getter. I'm looking forward to it. Not
2: surprised at all. That is for sure. When you look at this season, have you set goals? Are you a numbers person? Have you Have you done any of that? What would make it a good year? Uh, I mean, for me, I'm cognizant of
5: of uh, you know average running position for our teams over the past. <laughs> year or so with next gen car I understand kind of where our program's at Um, but from a goal perspective we just try to go be our best I mean um, obviously with the running speed of where they were last year um, and even prior to that like it's pretty easy to understand kind of where you're quote unquote expected to run but kind of what I said earlier I think expectation is just kind of setting yourself up for something that's um, maybe not ideal and yeah I'm just excited to go and just try to be better right if if, uh, we run 19th this week let's go try to run 15th next week and if we can do that you know, just try to build a program that whenever the dust starts to settle as the year winds down, and you get closer to the playoffs. Like, you know, are we better? And be able to take a realistic look at ourselves and an honest look at ourselves and, and evaluate that. I think we do that every week. We can be as best we can be.
3: Justin Haley and Daniel Hemrick, a couple of names to watch in 2024. Of course, we're not paying points this weekend, but they, along with the rest of the Cup Garage, will be attempting to work their way through the heat races to the last chance qualifier and the 23 driver main event Sunday in the Bush light clash at the Coliseum. Speaking of the Bush light clash at the Coliseum, the odds are out and producer Trey is here. Trey, I'm very curious about this. Vegas has had some downtime as far as NASCAR is concerned, but it looks like they're firing on all eight as we get ready for race one of the season.
0: Yeah, Mike, and the clash is one of their toughest assignments all year just because it's so unpredictable. In 2022, in the first year of this race, Martin Truex Jr. was awful. And then he came back and won last year in 2023. And because of that, in 2024, he is one of the co-favorites. He and Kyle Larson are the betting favorites at plus 850. And then right behind them are William Byron and Kyle Busch, who also, uh, Busch had a great run in the class last year. He is nine to one, and so is Byron, plus 900 there. My pick, though... I'm going with somewhat of a long shot, and the guy who might have been the fastest in LA last year, he's got something to prove this year. As you heard on NASCAR Live on Tuesday, the entire team has something to prove this year. I'm going with Ryan Priest. I think he can get it done. He was the class of the clash last year before mechanical troubles ended his day, and he's way down at 22 to 1. I'm surprised he's down that low, but then in the season we saw, you know, what is the closest track to... What we see at the Coliseum during the during the regular season, it is Martinsville, and we saw the speed Priest had there. I think he can really get it done. Twenty two to one, I love Priest at those steep odds this weekend. Uh, A couple of dark horses that I like as well. Austin Dillon has had a podium finish in both of these uh, clash events at the Coliseum. He has a third and a second, and he's looking to check off that first place. Bucket list item this weekend, Austin Dillon is 30-1, to and like I said, Kyle Busch ran well here last year, so did Dillon. Even with their short-track woes during the season, something has hit right for them at the Clash, and then... A driver that we talked to on today's show, he's been surprising with his speed at the Clash in years past. Justin Haley, all the way down at 100 to 1. Rick Ware Racing, really you know trying to take that next step as an organization, uh, an alliance with RFK. So I think Justin Haley is live at 100 to 1. Dylan live at 30 to 1. But I'm going all the way. Ryan Priest, 22 to 1, to start things off on the right foot and get some momentum going for Stuart Haas Racing.
3: Wow, Ryan Priest, the pick for producer trade. There are several standouts, uh, and some that may not immediately come to mind when you think about the bush clash. You got Larson, a couple of top fives. Chastain was eighth last year. Austin Dillon, third and second. Corey LaJoy, second and third. Byron, sixth and tenth. Bowman, fourth last year. There are several drivers that could upset the old T cart, as they say, coming up this weekend. Here's our broadcast schedule We've got three broadcasts for you. Our coverage will begin Saturday with coverage of practice and the heat races. That's at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Then on Sunday, doubleheader action. For the first time ever, Motor Racing Network will have live coverage of the NASCAR Mexico Series. That race kicks off at 4.30 Eastern, followed by the main event, the Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's when NASCAR Live Race Day takes to the air in our coverage of the Clash All week long, we've got you covered. Don't forget, we're back Tuesday night at 7 with another edition of NASCAR Live. And next Thursday, another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open. For producer Trey and the rest of the MRN team, I'm Mike Bagley. Thanks for the download. Thanks for checking us out. And we'll chat with you again right here on NASCAR Live Wide Open. Until then, so long, everybody.
1: NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com.